Hello, and thank you for tuning in and clicking your way to Pierre Pressure Podcast. This is the show where I interview musicians, artists, composers about their life and the cross-section between music and politics. Today's episode is very different because, obviously, if you live on planet Earth, you know that we're going through this very strange historical time in the history of our planet and our species. Everyone's quarantined for the most part, trying not to catch this virus. I started working on this podcast on the weekend of March 14th and 15th. I started calling all my friends and people who I thought were in different cross-sections of geographically and what kind of work they do. The first person I interviewed goes by the name of Spider in the podcast. That was just a nickname he made up to protect his identity because he works in healthcare. He's a nurse practitioner who works at a nursing home, and he's since contracted the COVID-19 virus, but he is quarantined in his home upstate, and he's doing okay. I'm going to continue to check in with him, and I plan on having other episodes of this podcast as this progresses, just to check in on everyone. Um, the tone of this podcast is serious and funny and irreverent, and it's all over the place. Um, I think that humor is a good way to get through everything. I still think we have to get through all this and not take it too seriously. Obviously, Spider takes it seriously, but he told me it was fine to post it, and he has a sense of humor about it. He actually invited me to brunch. So the bottom line in this really scary time for everyone is we just want everyone to be healthy. We want everyone to take it seriously. Stay away from each other. Stay six feet away from everyone. Just don't risk spreading this, and it will be over sooner the more seriously we take it. I take strange comfort in the fact that we've lost all faith in our president and his cohorts, so the fact that they're dropping the ball so cosmically only really kind of reinforces what we already know about them, which is that they're utter failures at leadership. So. Our state governments, our local governments, our neighbors, our friends, we're all in this together and we can all help each other out and we can completely fill the void that has been created by our useless president and his enablers. The theme music for this episode is Corona by one of my favorite bands, The Minutemen. And I actually made a playlist for this episode called the PR, PR Pressure, Pressure Pandemic, Pandemic playlist. playlist. It's filled with all the songs that were recommended by all the people on this podcast. A great bunch of songs. You can see it on Spotify. It's called PR Pressure Pandemic Playlist. The link is on my website and wherever there's a description of this podcast on iTunes and all the other podcast platforms. <laughs> music playing right now in the background is a song I wrote called Four Senses on Alert, which is a song about a robot who does not have a sense of smell and it keeps him from being disgusted by humanity. This is an instrumental version, but I'll post the lyric version at a later date. I'm going to keep checking in with people as this continues and keep doing other podcasts. Once again, everyone stay safe and please enjoy this episode of Pierre Pressure Podcast. Pandemic. 
Hey, Spider, thanks for taking some time to talk with me. You're a healthcare professional uh, in I this am, crazy I am time. A nurse practitioner, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're here in this crazy time. Um, it's the pandemic. Everyone has to mm-hmm. practice social distancing. Social distancing. Are you practicing social distancing? I uh, have been practicing it for years. But, uh, <laughs> How does that work? No, 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 but nobody had, no one uh, really had to tell me to, but uh, I don't socialize all that much. Right. I'm a nurse practitioner. Yeah. I You're... work at a hospice inpatient unit that's in a nursing home in New York City. Wow. So you have to take extreme precaution when working with elderly people, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, the... The, the fun, I mean, you know, there are the usual precautions that you always use, and it's, you know, the patients that I'm treating are very sick and very, very vulnerable all the time. Um, the the day to day care has not changed that much in terms of the direct patient care at this point. There are no um, known cases in the nursing home where I work, and everybody who enters the building gets screened. And so, if you have a fever or get symptoms, you'll get turned away you wouldn't be allowed to work and they've restricted visitors from coming in but day by day they've been putting more restrictions so there are no visitors allowed um they have an exception for hospice patients who are allowed two visitors at a time during limited hours of the day and when they're there they have to be in the patient room so like the there's like a common room like a family room that's been closed um so it feels kind of normal-ish with small differences at work right now so yeah and um you live in brooklyn and you work yeah in brooklyn as well i i work in manhattan uh, and you ride so your I bike ride you're bike. riding your bike yeah, i work. ride a bike yeah so um so that's all very normal is that me. a decision that you've made because of this or is that something you've always done i've always been doing that that's pretty good so you're avoiding the subway yeah and, and what about just like, yeah as far as testing is concerned, it seems like there's issues with people testing. Like it doesn't, it's hard yeah, for people I to get to know, the tests. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to get a test if I wanted one for myself or for a patient. That seems bizarre. You, uh, what, yes, why is yeah. that? What's the reason for that? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I think I know that they're, they're doing testing in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't work in a hospital. Um, and I mean, you get a lot of, I mean, there's generally kind of an absence of information. So, you know, if I had, say I had a patient with a fever and respiratory symptoms, Mm -hmm. I don't really know what I would do other than call a manager, you know, like call one of the administrators and ask them what to do. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if they would know what to do. Hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of conflicting yeah, um, you know, because they're kind of conflicting priorities. On the one hand, you know, you don't want to flood the hospitals with patients who don't need to be in the hospital, hmm. but you also don't want to ignore cases. Um, you know, so if you figure this is, you know, kind of a viral respiratory illness, for most people, you know, you don't need to be in the hospital. Those things kind of, you know, hmm. there, you're sick. You know, like if you think, if you, I don't know if you've ever had the flu. Yeah. Um I have. The flu really sucks. Yeah. But, you know, you, you know, most people with the flu don't need to be in the hospital. Most people with uh, 
the coronavirus, this one would not necessarily need to be in the hospital. Mm -hmm. But there's kind of an added need for testing just because you want to know who the cases are and where the cases are. And it's not clear how to get a test. Right. You know, and so the whole the idea of social distancing is in conflict with the idea of testing because as far you know, there's no I don't think there's anybody coming to the house to do tests. Right. If I had a nasal swab I wouldn't know where to send it. Right. Um yeah, so that's a big unknown. That needs right to now. get fixed because we could be in this for a long time. Yeah. Looking at the patterns. Oh, yeah. oh we will. No, there's 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 no question. Yeah, no, this is You think this will be weeks, months type thing? I don't really know. I'm kind of thinking, I don't really know. Weeks so, or months seems very realistic, though. Oh, God. Man, I haven't watched any of the debates. I actually made a decision like before the primaries even started that I just basically was going to take a political ambient and then just wake up for the general election because okay. I knew the primaries would, would sort of suck. Yeah, um, as they have. Yeah. <laughs> They've been grueling and annoying. And now we're in New York and we, we I, I don't know about you, but I can't really vote for the candidate I wanted to vote for, which was Elizabeth Warren. So. Oh, you like Warren? That was I really liked Warren. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to vote for Bernie, and I'm going to listen to the, you know, whatever, and whoever uh, wins, I'm, I'm going to support. I'm, yeah, just like you. I uh, assuming assuming voting can be done. I'm, right. I'm voting for Biden. You uh, are. Oh yeah, you like yeah. Biden? Not really. Like, <laughs> right. I just I just kind of consider him a placeholder Democrat who right. who would uh, probably win a general election. That's as long good. As he, you know, I like that placeholder Democrat. That's what he is. Placeholder Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's 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 plenty good as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. My big worry. I mean, what I really want, honestly, is for Trump to die of coronavirus. Right. I think that's what everyone wants. Is that. But this is going to be like everything else. It's going to be the thing that should have ended it all for him. But <laughs> just, he just comes out stronger. Right. You know, right. like the, the, the first example was right. insulted John McCain. Right. And then the Access Hollywood tape. And then yeah. on and on and on. And then on and on. Insulting the, is, yeah. the Islamic uh, veteran. Yeah. I mean, on yeah. and on and on. All, yeah. Right. It, all the things that are supposed to do him. Take him down. Do. Impeachment. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, you're right. If he gets coronavirus, he'll probably just be declare himself king for life. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and his whole family. So, yeah, let's yeah. hope that doesn't happen. All right, man. Uh, well, um, this is really informative. You're in there. I, I, I worry about this whole testing thing. It seems like, you know, if this was the 80s and we all had, like, a lot of people had AIDS and were dying from AIDS, it right. seems like they would just be handing out AIDS tests, you know, like, yeah. like M&Ms yeah. or whatever. So I don't understand yeah. why we're not doing that. It's bizarre. It's but. a it's a national embarrassment. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I plan to just sort of go to work. You know, I mean, I'm going to keep going to work. I don't plan to not go to work unless I'm sick. Yeah. Um, okay. And it's you know I I have no idea what it's going to look like. So you know so I'm in a nursing home. I could see you know. Nursing homes can end up, I could see us being totally overrun if we're taking kind of hospital overflow patients. Yeah. Um, I could get redeployed to do something other than what I'm kind of primarily doing. Um, you know, in hospice, it might get, you know, if there's this big wave of dying people, you know, I might find, yeah. that, you know, we might find ourselves kind of inundated Jeez. with uh, 
an unexpected surge of these kind of sick people dying from it. So I don't know. But, wow. Well, yeah. stay healthy. And um, you said you're not right. listening to any music during this uh yeah, it's funny, you know, when you asked about that, I was like, huh, no, so uh, maybe uh, I don't know, Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> Gary <laughs> Newman? What about some Gary Newman? Ah, uh, Newman. He, uh, you know, you know we love our Gary Newman. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This actually, like, honestly, this is a favorite song, but it's also a little topically uh, relevant. Yeah. I Die, You Die. I like that. That's, I mean, that's so yeah. perfect. I could, I knew you were going to come up with something. I knew you were spider. <laughs> I can, I knew I could rely on spider. All right, yeah. spider stay healthy. Okay. Thanks for All talking right, to me on Pierre pressure, Pierre yeah, pressure right, pandemic. Right, 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 right. Later, dude. <laughs> Later. Hello there. Hello. How are you doing there? Jack, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. Good, good. Good. I just got some like, highway noise. Other than that, I'm just cruising down 95. Where are you going? Well, I'm leaving uh, from playing Newport last night, and I, you know, I canceled uh, Cambridge tonight. Oh, wow. I got a call from I got a call from Daria after her talking to her scientist father who's like he cannot play in Cambridge tonight. It's a total contaminated zone. It's not worth it. Make sure he doesn't play. Yeah. So I I I listen to science. Good. You should. I mean, this is a really weird yeah. thing because it's like we're having to be socially responsible by being antisocial. No, I know, I know, and so I just I, Which I is that call. total crap for musicians because doesn't work, <laughs> you know. I know, and I just, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I think the part of it is just, yeah, I don't know. That's what we got to do for right now. That's just the end. Of some the people are taking the hit. I mean, a lot. Some people have to take the hit. People who can't work from home have to take the hit. I, you know, I work in events and I can't, I can't go. I, my whole month is canceled, and you know. Sucks. Yeah, fortunately, I'm writing for a couple of newspapers, so that's going to be that's what cool. I'm going to focus on. And then practicing piano is my new thing. I got a piano. That's cool. I was just playing piano five minutes ago. There's a lot of good ways to spend your time, that's for sure. I'm so not like, bored. I, can't, I, can't, I was like, I can't wait to get home for, to like and be like, all right, I can't go play. And like all the projects I want to get going on now. Totally. <laughs> well, that's partly yeah. why I wanted no. to call you because... You've been writing these songs. I saw a couple of your song, your pandemic songs on Instagram. It looks like you just crapped those out overnight, but they're awesome, man. They're hilarious. Yeah, they're just they're just popping out of me involuntarily, you know. That's just what's That's happening. That's great. That's great. Well, I want to play them on the podcast. A couple of them. Just throw a little se cool. second of them in there because it's like I'm just calling people and saying how you know how are you coping. You're a musician. You're doing what you got to do, taking a break. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a little weird. It's a crazy time. Like, what the fuck is happening? I mean, you know, the other side of this is that, you know, we're used to weirdness and adversity and, like, challenges. And so between just all of us from touring and everything else we've done, I mean, we're just designed for strange times. Like, this is like... Totally. 
I had to remind some other musicians and stuff, like, hey, we're supposed to be the courageous ones. I know. The other people that are literally out there buying toilet paper to make themselves feel better. I know. You know. It's so bizarre. It's like, that's not helping. And no, it's, it's not. not. But they don't know what to do, and I totally understand that. But we're used to being like, you know, uncertain in a broken down van in Canada, not knowing how to get to the next gig, and Absolutely. like all that, that training is just like this is just another day in that type of a world. Totally, you know? that is for sure. And also, I I think for me, there's a little part of me that's not that bummed about seeing capitalist society completely breaking down because it's not that great oh, of I a can't, system. I you couldn't agree yeah. more. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't want anyone to die or get hurt or get sick, except for maybe some no. of the politicians. I would love that. That would be great. But, um, I, but otherwise, listen, this is proving that we're all in this shit together. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You could get this nasty bug that could kill you. We're all freaking human beings in the same soup. And, uh, you know, yep. this just proves it really, really clearly, you know? We take- it brings it all down to a certain level, but even still, with the money and like, I mean, you can't help it. Like, if you go on the other side of that, when you go and someone's like working at, you know, at this grocery store, and you know, there's a lot of people that have money. There was like, if they're kids at the grocery store, like you are not working at the grocery store anymore. I know, it you sucks. know, and we need those people to do that, but that's a high risk job right now. I know, I know. Like, all of a sudden, people that work at a grocery store are kind of like heroes because we need them to be there. I know. <laughs> it's true. But they're also like, it, it's like it's like people who like had to, were too poor and had to go to Vietnam. You know? I know. <laughs> like, I know. They, Make them know? do the dirty work. I know. It's true. Yeah, you're right. That kind of, that kind of uh, belies the rich people aren't, aren't uh, immune. They kind of are a little bit. And I mean, you have a cushion. You can ride this out, you know, but, but, and the next question is like, I mean, are we going to be able to be as progressive as Italy has been in like actually like like calling a moratorium on mortgages? Exactly. You know, because people are going to lose their houses. It's going to all come. And rent. I mean, how are people going to pay rent? It's it's I crazy. Mean, I already have discussed with, you know, I mean, we're, we're a house of, you know, two artists. Mm-hmm. So both of us are about to go to near zero dollar. You know, and like, you know, like, look, I said, look, they're not going to kick us out. And, you know, our landlords, our friend, I'm just going to have to understand, like, I've never, you know, I've, you know, in all my artist world, I have never missed a rent payment in my life, it turns out, hmm. you know, but like, if it's going to happen now, it's, it's pretty like reasonably bad. I agree. Know? And so people should get a break. Deal, but yeah, everyone should. But at the same time, I don't know, like, you know, it's. That might even, people might even feel nice about that for a month. Mm-hmm. But if this thing's gonna, like, people, there's a couple points here, which, like, it, which next is really, like, the distance of this. How long is this gonna go? Mm-hmm. And, like, officially, one, people, even if they're gonna give you a break on your mortgage and stuff, they're not gonna feel the same, like, three months from now. Right. Well, at some point, we're gonna have to have an election. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. That's, that is, uh, you know, Thank God we have that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, this might actually help the cause. Yeah. Anyway. But as far as the songs go, like, the other thing is, like, I'm to, you know, 
I was always jealous of looking back from the eras that you and I as songwriters never got to take advantage of. It was pretty much like, I loved how hearing how the Beatles like wrote a song, or even like you take like Crosby, Stills, Matching Young. They wrote Ohio, and the song was out within a week. Yeah, right? I know. Well, now we've come and full circle with like that because we can do that too. We can do that now. We can just write something, record but now it. We can. You know? We're not making like we're not making millions on it, but like at least now there's a current event, and like I didn't do it to like from some contrived place, but I. You know, I put those songs out. Like, I suddenly was like, hey, let's just click it on. Like, I wrote it, not being like, I want to write something to go on the internet. Mm -hmm. I wrote it, and I was like, hey, let's just put it on right now. Here's a song for the times. Pandemics can break your heart. Pandemics can tear us apart. And another name. Gotta keep your distance. This is the so thing, well. Jack. I know it sucks. It really sucks. I canceled a show, but I think that the more you cancel, the less you hang out with other people, the more of a nice person you're being, which is what's so fucking weird about this. The less you uh, hang out with other people, the less you're exposing people to risk. <laughs> Until they get some right. situation where everyone can just immediately get tested. You know you're you don't have it, and then you hang out with the twenty other people that don't have it. That's what I think they should do to get society moving again. Let's do that. You know, make right. sure everyone you see wears a fucking badge on them that says "I got tested." I mean, that's what we should do, right? I don't know. Well, yeah, and then I mean, there really is clearly. I mean, I mean, we, I know we don't have to even discuss all the things that have gone wrong because we we are aligned in in, in our beliefs and everything and we know everything's mm -hmm. messed up but like i mean hearing the personal stories of people that actually in park slope that went to the doctor and the doctor's apologizing like yeah i can't give you a test for coronavirus i can't I so understand. if you want one I like know. that you can't get it oh i know i just talked to my friend who's a nurse practitioner he can't he doesn't even know how you would get one he's a nurse practitioner in at a nursing home in new york he doesn't know how to get a test they it's they're just yeah. not available so Whatever. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that just says it all. I don't think, I think that failure right there says it all. That's it. It says it all. But what that's I think is funny is that no one, I mean, do you know anyone who's expecting any kind of truth or helpfulness from any of these fucking ass clowns in the government? I'm not. There's no way. Would anyone think that, that you know who Mr. Ass Clown in the, in the Oval Office is going to say or do anything that would actually help this situation? I mean, we're way beyond Literally, that. <laughs> you know, the National Guard, whatever, everything should just be coming out and stopping, even if like at every like Walmart parking lot or whatever the fuck, and having a testing site that everybody can go to. Exactly, right now. That's I know. Happening. Everywhere. Story. 
the whole country, but it's not for some reason. We don't have that. I guess we're not, we're not rich enough or, or smart enough to make that happen for some reason. It's definitely smart enough right now. It's proven to be that the idiocy that's taken over is taken yeah. over, and that's literally what's going on, and it's that stupid right now. Yeah. Because people have it all over New York. I know. The numbers in New York are so inaccurate. I know. It's sad. Well, this, that's why you shouldn't do your open mic, dude. I'm sorry, but it's just the way it is. You just don't know, know. who has it. I know. We don't know who has it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, um, interesting times. Thanks, Take care. Talk Stay to you healthy. Too. Later, Jack. Bye. Bye. Have you heard about a craze that's going around? It's staying at home and not going to town. Sitting on the couch, maybe talk on the phone. If you don't have a lover, then you're all alone. All alone in the place I live. Nothing to do and no orders to give To the one that I used to get in arguments with Now you're all alone in the place you live as well I don't want to be anybody else uh, <laughs> You, you should just, just be you yourself You can just say I'm Kevin Yeah. Alright, cool say I'm Kevin. I hope you're... How's it going, man? How are you doing in Florida? Oh, good You're... Yeah. Three in Trump country. Year three in Trump country. So, How's that going? Yeah, it's uh, scary, man. Oh my God! Uh, You're in the heart of it. You're in the thick of it. Yes, yes, I certainly am. Are people still uh, loving Trump right now? During yes, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. We we know by now. There's nothing he can do that would that will ha- have any that's, consequence in reality. That is, that is correct. There's nothing that is correct. I mean, we've learned that lesson. Like it's you know. Yeah, I mean, um, the thing that's kind of disappointing for me is, you know, I moved here three years ago, uh, campaigned in 2018 heavily, knocked on hundreds of doors for Democratic candidates. Good for you. Uh, Yeah, well, we still lost big time here in Polk County. Mm. Uh, 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 By five points as opposed to ten, but we still lost. We were all, uh, every candidate was outraised 10 to 1 by Republicans. They have all the money. Wow. And, uh, and, and, and coming up, it looks like the National Party, the National Democratic Party, is written off Florida because of both really? a Republican senators and a Republican governor. Yeah, they're not putting any resources down here now. Uh, and I've been to a couple of DEC meetings, and uh, they said not to expect a lot of support because the national party's kind of written Florida off. So we're no longer a swing state. We're now red. Oh, um, wow. That sucks. Yeah. How did that yeah. happen? Okay. Wow. <laughs> but what about local elections and stuff? Can't you still, you know, battle for the we, local yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. We we lost all local elections down here in 2018. Oh, God. A blue, during the blue wave. But, that uh, sucks. It's, know, I'm a little so. bit in the same. I mean, we're like in a 50-50 area upstate where it's like right on the edge and usually the Republicans win. But it still right. feels like, you know, it makes uh, sense to try at least and fight and vote and campaign and all that. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and you know, I am in 2020, but uh, I'm going to keep a low profile and, you know, 
it's it's that way down here, man. It's, Are you like the crazy really, liberal? Like your neighbors know you as the? I'm I'm the crazy liberal to the Democrats. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh my God. I'm the I'm the dirty Bernie supporter. Right, right, so, right. Isn't right. that crazy? I want to get I want to get it legalized. Right. I want it on the ballot to get people to vote. Right. But no. Wow, it's that bad, huh? But it, the whole oh, state. Oh, it's real bad. Wow. It's real bad. It's real bad. Well, Polk County. I'm in the, I'm in the middle of the state. Yeah. Very, very uh, rural, Trumpy. agricultural. Yeah. Um, we have a fascist sheriff. Yeah. Um, lots of the religious right is here. A lot mm-hmm. of kind of culty mega churches are here. Wow. And, uh, but yeah. you, but and so now, and now throw on top of all that the the pandemic, and you're you're just laying low at home, I suppose. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I've been practicing for this for three years. I've been isolate self isolation for three years. Great. So, uh, so it's not that hard. <laughs> you and the so wife are laying it. low. Yeah, we're laying low. We have two brand new puppies. Well, oh, one's nice. a year old, but we got one another second one a few months ago. So they're. That's fun good. to watch them play. Yeah, we got two new kittens, so we're we're hanging out with the kittens. That's actually really kind of coming in handy for entertainment <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I ain't watching the TV. Is it's there um, are people losing their minds and like buying up all the toilet paper and you know the meat or whatever? Yeah, some of some of that happened. Some of that happened. They were uh, stocking up. I saw some people last weekend stocking up. Hmm. at the grocery store but uh like i said I'm, i've been pretty much self-isolating for three years i don't i only go to the grocery store and uh rarely go out okay so, so this is good you're yeah. you're prepared um i'm prepared you you don't have any like social obligations to weigh you down so you're you're fine right well the only only thing you know, I've got to check in on my mom. She's down here. She's 82. Oh, yeah. So I got to keep an eye on her. And, uh, you know, her church got canceled this Sunday, so she watched it online. Oh, really? Uh, wow, they're doing church online, yeah, so huh? The church, yeah, yeah. So they're uh, doing that. All the sports have been canceled. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Fox News is not canceled. I, you know, sometimes I hate watch that, and uh, yeah, I mean it. And and uh, I have my car radio tuned to the local AM right wing talk radio station. Yeah, I do that too. So so I get a I get a dose of Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I, I do the same. Yeah, I get Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, Kilmeade. Yeah, I don't know if he shows up. Brian Kilmeade in the morning. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he yeah. seems he seems like level-headed to me compared to the others but i don't know oh yeah well it, it he's he's very much you know that's their mode of operation is to appear reasonable right um but and then he'll throw not. some crazy thing out there <laughs> i know and yeah he'll they'll rewrite the history and um, yeah and they'll continue to support our slide right. into authoritarianism Correct, correct, correct. With it, no it, and, you resistance. Know, and, and, and like I said, you know, a lot of the stuff down here with Democrats is they just really want to be friends with Republicans and really wish Republicans and 
quote unquote independence would just see the light and come on over to the you know the light side of the force but that that ain't gonna happen really <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, not that's, the way it's gonna work it's not and i keep telling you don't think them, they're all gonna you know, miraculously vote for biden if he gets who? the i don't know all these into all these so-called unicorn independence never trumpers independence yeah I, I don't know. I think they'll probably stay home. Yeah. Which um, is maybe okay too. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Could work I mean, in, I don't, in our favor. You know. Yeah. I'll go out and vote no matter who. Yeah. Just it's to get not rid exciting. Of that guy. Yeah, just to get rid I of know. the guy. He um, was, did you watch the debate last night? I watched 10 minutes of it. I enjoyed it, minutes, but I yeah. just can't. I, listen, I thought it was great. I wish all the debates had been like that. No audience, just a couple True. candidates. Yep. I thought it, to yep. me it was the most watchable one, but I'm also totally over it. I'm so sick of it. It's like they've yeah. beaten us to death with this primary. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were both good, and I, you know, I, I still like I still support yeah, well, Bernie. He's I'm philosophically aligned with him, but um, I'm also I'm not going. that I'm fine with with who you know i'm fine with i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go tomorrow and vote for bernie in the primary yeah that's what if we even get to vote in here in new york i don't know if we do we're oh your primary is tomorrow yep wow okay that's cool yep yeah he's definitely pushed it really far to the left and he'll he'll go down in history for that if nothing else you know yeah yeah so it's good yeah yeah well he got a lot of stuff on hillary's platform back in 2016 exactly so you know uh it, and you know gosh uh biden was amazingly coherent last night i was yeah shocked at how he could actually string a complete sentence together yeah he was so. fine he did he did a good job he did a, a i would job. love to yeah. see bernie wallop trump though in a debate because <laughs> i look because he puts up his finger like shut the fuck up and yeah. listen for a second <laughs> yeah yeah and i would love yeah. to see him yeah. do that but it probably won't happen yeah so no no probably won't happen but, um are you listening yeah, it, to any it, music to get you through uh just i've been listening to a lot of ambient stuff i have a bluetooth speaker mm-hmm. kind of nice one that i put out in the backyard mm-hmm. and i play a, a grouper grouper uh, okay grouper she's she's i forget her real name but she's this great ambient artist with she puts a lot of nature sounds in her sounds stuff. Sounds nice, man. I like and, it. And uh, yeah, it's really, really easy listening. Hang in there. I will. Gretchen, thanks so much for calling in to Pierre Pressure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't actually call in. <laughs> it's a forced call-in show. <laughs> the reverse call-in. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> thanks so much for answering the call from Pierre Pressure. <laughs> um, so you live in Brooklyn. And yeah. we were just... And, uh, just in from the grocery store. People are ignoring... A lot of people are ignoring it. It sounds like. Ignoring it? No, I don't think they're ignoring it. It's just you know, just people are people over here on Flatbush Ave aren't taking things too seriously in the Flatbush neighborhood. Not just not no, not, it's not that they're not taking things too seriously. 
they're not freaking out. They have out. work to do. They need to go to work. Like a measure they're not freaking stop. out. Like, there's definitely a change, but things, things don't seem right. to be out of control. People there seem fairly calm. I see. I don't see I many. See. I don't see many people wearing gloves or masks. You know, but I saw. Yeah. I saw a lot of pancake mix gone from the shelves. Because now you know you got all these kids <laughs> home. You got to make them pancakes and stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you? Um, are you working from home, or are you canceled, or like what's going on with your work? Yeah, situation? working from home. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do. I'm hoping to maybe catch up on things a little bit. I've been I've been living a very sequestered yeah. life recently over the past six months as I try to finish writing something. So all of this doesn't feel too unfamiliar yeah. to me. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's know. good. That I'm um, I'm concerned for my friends with kids because you know their anxiety anxiety level is up. And then one of my best friends is a, yeah. is a ER doc here in Brooklyn. So you know that's front line. Oh really? Line. Yeah. Wow. How is that person? I'm not uh, sure. You know, my, my last correspondence was uh, not necessarily reassuring. So um, i got to find out some more info today. Oh, Probably just, you know, I'm hearing that all the okay. hospitals know that they're underprepared. So I'm sure there's a lot of stress on the staff to do everything they can. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any music that you listen to during pandemics that keeps you uh, kind of grooving along? I'll tell you, I accidentally came back across Pavement Gold Sounds, which kept playing on and on in oh, my I head. And, you know, one of the lines, um, we can't quarantine the past, seems appropriate to me. Oh my God, so true. That's perfect. Yes, that's a good one. You can't quarantine the past. <laughs> that's so perfect. Then, yeah, so um, you know. And then, and then one more question. Yeah. Do you think? How do you think this is going to play out for the for the politics? The politics that we're in here. Well, I'll tell you what. Is this going to affect it in any way? I feel way? like it's got. It's going to. I feel like it's bound to affect it. When I watched the debate last night, I was not necessarily heartened to see that things were. I feel like things were just going along. You know. Of course, there was no audience, so things were different, but it was a little too status quo for me, a little too business as usual. And I think that these are very, these are the times when we need to do things out of the box. And I don't think that either of our candidates did, um, did enough out of the box, but I feel like, you know, they have, uh, hopefully they'll do so going forward. I think there's maybe, I would, I would like to see more, more of a unity, more talk of a unity ticket. Is that realistic? Is that naive? Yeah. You know, perhaps. That would be cool. Biden. It would be amazing. Biden did did say he's going to pick a female running mate, which I think is great. It's positive. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, if yeah. he wins, I don't know if he. Uh, I mean that that implies some sort of unity because it's probably going to be someone who ran against him. 
so in the way that's sort of a I hope I hope it's some I hope it's like Kamala Harris or you know one of the people that ran against him is probably going to be Klobuchar now that I think about it she was the most I wonder, I wonder if he'll dip into the pool of former candidates or if he'll go outside of it it would be great if he did that would be a unity move you know we need that like stop fighting the whole the whole primary process is a disaster i can't stand it yeah it was especially painful this year <laughs> so when, we can still congregate yeah. in, uh, in prospect park yesterday in open, open spaces space, yeah. Prospect yeah. Park yesterday was great it was you know a lot of healthy people that was nice to see i hope that continues in the coming week but um yeah i'm very happy to have that park Imagine if you're like a single person in your 20s right now. There's just no hooking up. No hooking up. I did hear. <laughs> I did hear that uh, some, some uh, Instagram type chatter about a whole bunch of babies that are going to get born because people are cooped up together. But right. I wonder if all of these. If they're already cooped up together, but if you're single you're and you're single. out trying to, you're trying to mingle. That's yeah. not happening. That's not happening. Poor kids. <laughs> they're going to have to find other 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 outlets oh. for their energy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of staring at your phone. Oh, hey, Sheffer. So how's this pandemic taping up out there? It's actually pretty okay. I mean, we, we're we trying to, like, homeschool our kids, trying to take a lesson from the, I don't know, Little House on the Prairie. It's like going for ah, walks. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to, we're doing the um, Luke and Laura model. <laughs> Luke, yeah. what was his name? What was the dude from Little House on the Prairie's name? The guy, the dad was... He was out hunting and having all kinds of adventures. Right. Mama was at home with kids. And later on, maybe things were happening, but he was out fighting grizzly bears and shit. Right. You know, so that's what... you know, leave it to beavers what you're doing, really. You should be watching, like, uh, the Brady Bunch shows. That's what Emery and Susan were doing a lot of. Okay. So watch the Brady yeah. Bunch. Don't go fight grizzly bears, then. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't get too colonial, uh, you know. Parochial backwoods. I mean, I know you look like you live where you live. It looks like Little House in the Prairie. It does. Uh, dirt road, all, uh, but uh, you know you have your fair share of uh, gun-toting folks out there, so you shouldn't really have to worry about anything. Right. They sh- they'll they'll take care of it. They'll shoot the virus out from like under me if I if if it comes calling. Well, have you have you figured out who's going to be the sheriff of your neighborhood of your little street up there? Whoever has the most guns, we'll find somebody. I think I know who it is. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be an arsenal, according to my uh, neighbor, uh, who sent me a text on Saturday while I was up in Tahoe in the snowstorm. It said, "Hi, this is uh, I'll say Dave and and uh, Colleen. I'll say <laughs> I'm not going to give your real name." Because uh, they're upstanding citizens in our community, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they said, "Hi, this is this is Dave and Colleen. Uh, I'm wondering if you have any guns." <laughs> really? And then it said, uh, "Dave and Colleen here. We don't really believe in guns and don't own any ourselves, 
but we were counting on you to have the guns in our neighborhood just in case society collapses. You could be the <laughs> sheriff on the street. You, so you got elected the sheriff? Well, unofficially, but now that I don't have any guns, I'm more of a, uh, I don't know what they call it when you don't, you're, you're deputized as like an officer of the peace. You're an you don't officer have a gun, but you come with respect. You're like a British police officer with like a billy club or whatever and a furry hat. No, 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 no. no. There's a much tougher look. Okay. You don't have a gun, but you have the, the leather vest and the hat. You don't have a star, right. but you command authority with your mustache and your boots. Right. And your rippling muscles. Yeah. In a fair, reasonable manner. We can work this out kind of thing. We don't need to go to come to blows. Okay. And you use everybody's first name and all that, you know? Right, right. That's good. But you're on your way right now to go buy guns, though, aren't you? Isn't that where you're driving right now? Uh, no. Uh, I'm going to go melt guns. There's a, a gun melting. You know how they be- burned books in Nazi Germany? Yeah. Well, there's a gun melting party over in Marin. <laughs> yeah, it's a Toledo there. Everybody's bringing their guns down to the water, and they're going to... They have a giant cauldron. They've been, they've been stoking a fire all night, and they're going to melt these guns down and, and make them into uh, crucifixes, I think. And everybody's going to walk around with these, like, gun crucifixes. Gun metal. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. It's, I like that. Yeah. I would it's think they would melt them down into, like, melt them down into maybe, like, um, androgynous um, gender symbols. Um, Ooh, yes. Well, I mean, I, think it, I don't think anybody's really started it yet so we could do anything i mean yeah it's gonna be just sand molds at the beach you know with right. bonfire and dancing and fire twirling and stuff so nice i mean it's a really it's really a peaceful party you know so things are guns. shaping up up there in marin so the way the way society's breaking down is kind of um hopeful up there in marin county oh yeah oh everybody's so isolated up in their little palaces behind gates and maids and gardeners and stuff it, it's kind of not you know you don't have there's not much to worry about mm. um they don't come in contact with people very much anyway so you know yeah no. there's that yeah there's that it's good it's good here i'm just mostly we're worried about the uh the homeless population how they're going to react when they start getting sick and they're like that people have moved away they've gone and left their houses empty and they're going to start strolling around the streets seeing the empty houses. Hmm. And they're going to start squatting in them. And then the guns are going to come out. The ones that haven't I mean, been that's, melted. That's the ones that haven't been melted. But this is in the East Bay. Marin is where they're burning. They're melting the guns. Oh, Out right. here is uh, more of like, uh, I don't think anybody has any guns. If they do, they're at work. Yeah. We're, we, uh, we have the Bay Area, other than Marin, are going to work like nothing happened. Right. That's kind of what's going on up here where I live. Everyone's just going to work. No one, no one has time for this shit. But you know, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, cause, yeah but that's that's how it spreads. Really, yeah, and the kids, the kids too. Like the kid dealing with your kid's disappointment. I mean, Emery was in tears on Friday. Uh, you know, thinking that she started this new school she loves. She was she was going to be in Charlie and the Charlie Factory play. She was yeah. Mike TV. She was all excited. And now, you know, there's all, all these things that potentially that they look forward to will be canceled, camps potentially. And, I know. You know. And now I feel like you better get this shit under control, USA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, everybody's in the same boat. Friends. That's how it's going, man. My kids are kind of psyched that they don't have to go to school. 
but we're making but they also yeah. are missing some stuff that they're bummed about like my daughter's in a play she can't do that yeah. whatever but they're kind of psyched about it right now i don't think they have they don't really know how boring it's gonna get yeah we'll see i mean that's that's and when you have an only child like i do it's they're really they're a little more isolated relax it's only gonna be maybe even three weeks look yeah. at china they're already fucking done with this yeah they buckled down it's a little rough everybody cried. But that's the thing everyone needs to buckle to down over. people don't realize that the sooner they buckle down the sooner it'll go away everyone's like oh it's not happening yet just buckle the fuck down everyone stop hanging out with each other i don't know yeah. i know it's easier for yeah. me it's easy for me to say but if you don't have to don't don't do it well if they don't if they don't work They'll lose their housing. I know exactly. And all those, all those, all those people at the ski resort, gone. Jobs, gone. Right. Suddenly gone. Housing, maybe gone. Where well, do they go? People have they to give them a break on their housing. I mean, that's what's going to have to happen. Well. Shit. Yeah. Um. Hey, is there any music that you listen to in the pandemic that gets you by, gets you through the pandemic? What's pandemic. The yeah. Pandemic. That makes it. You know that pandemic. You know that was one of the. Uh, that was one of the. The slang terms for crack cocaine on the wire. If oh. you were in the courtyard, the so <laughs> pandemic. Get your pandemic. Get your pandemic. Pandemic. Get your pandemic, dude. Pandemic. Get your pandemic. Yeah. Oh, you know, I've been doing a lot of LCD sound system. Oh, nice. Uh, I guess I never listened to a lot of the older things, so I was. Now I'm a little bit not so into them because listening to them talk it really fucking annoyed me. He's talking about punk rock roots, and I was like, "What?" Oh, and James kind Murphy. Of himself. Yeah, James Murphy. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." So I don't, you know, like anything. I don't really like to know too much about. Even though I know your radio show is about that, I don't like to know too much about rock stars because underneath the facade, it can be some pretty shallow narcissistic people. And <laughs> you know what? I don't need to know that. I like to think of them as these. Humble servants of my ears, you know. <laughs> yeah. However, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, uh, well, I'm gonna know. see if yeah. I'm gonna see yeah. if James Murphy will come on the show and oh no, prove oh, no. himself to be a really you know oh, no. down to earth. Oh no. Good hearted guy. You can do guy. it. You can. I'll phone it. I'll phone into the interview and go. Hi, James Murphy. I just want to let you know that I spent a lot of time on the gym and I run the second half of that song. Dance yourself clean. Oh, that's and a I'm good song. sorry to say, but I, you only do the second half where the drops. You know, where it drops, because the first half is just like. Dunk, dink, dink, dink. <laughs> <laughs> first half, I'm looking at the front going, all right, all right. All right. 2.5 when is this gonna... speed, that's cool. <laughs> but you, dro you drop that fucking, you drop that bass. Drop I'm that bass. Seven. I'm going to seven on the road machine, okay? Yeah. Seven. Yeah. So the second half of Dance Yourself Clean. Yes. That's oh, the yeah. jam. Second half, I'm in. Right. First half, yeah, I'm in walk mode. Izzy, it's Pierre. Yo, what's up, man? What's going on? How are you? Surviving? I, 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 
I mean, yeah, you know I'm always surviving, but damn, bro, but the situation, I'm fantastic, but the situation is so not fantastic right now. <laughs> it sucks, man. Yeah. It sucks ass, man. Uh, <laughs> Are you just man. stuck at home? Uh, yes. Pretty for, At the moment, yes. Absolutely. Stuck at home. Because, I mean, they, they, just, they just did a mandatory shutdown, so all the bars and restaurants are shut down. You can't go anywhere. That sucks, you know? man. So you're at, yeah, you're, you're think, uh, where, where do you live again? I live in Bushwick. Oh, yeah. In Brooklyn. So you're like yeah. surrounded by bars and restaurants and you can't go to them. That's my whole, yo, I have so many amazing bars, restaurants, and music venues where I could have a whole weekend without with going four blocks in any direction. Yeah. I could have a whole, like a dinner, a pregame bar, go watch a jazz band, a rock band, whatever, like within like... <laughs> within like less than a half of a half a mile from my house man yeah you know in any direction you know and it's all it's like a ghost town right now weird you know yeah it's like a ghost town but are you so you you're not obviously not working because you work in the same industry as me so it's all everything's canceled for work right everything's canceled oh they canceled they canceled over they canceled close to 30 jobs on me yeah that sucks man Dude. Everything I was booked, I was booked from now to the end of next month, solid, all yeah. gone. Every last one of those. Stops. Yeah, me too. It's yeah, gone. it's crazy, yeah, man. So, um, do you have any like um any pandemic jams that you're listening to that are getting you by, getting you through? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm listening to um Elton John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My favorite pandemic song is "I'm Still Standing" from Elton John. Don't you know I'm still standing? Better than I ever. That, that one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pressure from Billy Joe. You know Pressure, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's a good one. Pressure. And then, of course, you know, Sons of Pantera and Sons of Stoner Rock, because, you know, you got to keep the, the upbeat, you know what I mean? The upbeat groove. It's good. You know what I mean? I and, love uh, that. And, and I, also, I, also like to take, I also like to take times like this when I just have so much downtime yeah. to, like, explore, like, to try to find bands or music that I've Never, ever even heard of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just type in, like, on YouTube or something, like, Italian rock bands or something. Yeah. Like, Hungarian party bands or what, Moroccan. Yeah, like, I found this one dude. He called his band, they call themselves Sitar Metal. And it's like oh, a wow. metal band, but the lead, instead of lead guitar, the guy's the lead guitar player. Amazing. And it's, it's pretty insane. What's it yeah, called? Do you so know what I it's called? To, Sitar, it's what it's called, Sitar Metal. Sitar Metal. That's the name of the band? Sitar Metal. Oh, I love What's it. That's the name of the band, yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, it's stuff like that. And then, like, you know, yeah, you know, try you, to utilize the time to, like, mm-hmm. Are you staying pretty, yeah. like, you know, self to yourself? You're, you're staying pretty uh, strict with the quarantine? Well, I mean, yes and no, because, like, you know, uh, I, I do have friends that live very friends that are very near and dear to me they live very close like as of walking distance i'm definitely not trying to do anything where i have to like take a bus or get on a train and go like you know like uh like go upstate or anything like that but i mean i have like my, my best friend in the whole world he's been my best friend since i was like 16 he lives only like about a 10 minute walk from me mm-hmm. and just two nights ago this buddy of mine jason green amazing amazing jazz guitar player he has a band called Chasing Green, the labor of love, which they play all around the city. He uh, he lives like a five, 
10 minute walk from my house mm -hmm. and he has a studio in his basement and he just bought a couple new guitars so he got me over his crib and we just kind of hung out drank some beers and like checked out all his new guitars and jammed out a little bit so i'm i'm, I'm trying to and then also like because i don't just want to sit and stuff my face all day long i've been taking like long walks and things yeah. like that you know trying to ride the bike and just just trying to stay as stay active healthy. as i possibly yeah. can mm -hmm. you know so, that's important in my regular life yeah because in my regular life these things the physical, the, how physical work is, yeah. plus all the walking around Manhattan, I, I maintain a pretty physically active life, and that's that's hindered. So I just, you know, I, I'm not completely quarantining myself, but I'm trying my best to, like, I don't know, just stay social and stay active and, and to the best of my ability, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, so have you had a lot of shows canceled? Like, did you have stuff, gigs planned that had to be canceled? A couple, yeah. Every, every, everything that has to do with everything with me has gotten canceled because like social uh, uh social gatherings is mm -hmm. like the center of my universe when you think about it yeah you know what i mean yep when you think about it these music work, and events yeah exactly music and events you know and then when i'm not doing those things and i'm gonna unwind what i do i go to a bar i go to a cigar lounge or i go to you know what i mean everything that has to do with my world has to do with with socializing you know what i mean with, so with, with um a lot of people are saying that that bars are gonna be hard hit and ho hopefully they won't but some of them might have to close for good i'm really hoping that doesn't happen how long do you think this thing's gonna last man well they're saying they're 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 saying they're saying all right let's do this for two weeks and see what happens but they're projecting that this could possibly be two to three months of this because what they're trying to do now is stop it from spreading. Right. And the only way to stop that is from is by social distance. Exactly. Social distancing people. So, and it, 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 it's kind of sad because there's a bar in my neighborhood that the guys put a lot of money into this bar two years ago, right? But because they accidentally knocked down a wall that they, it wasn't like in their paperwork. Yeah. To begin with, the, the, the city held them from opening for a whole year. And I mean, the bar was up, the liquor bottles were behind, the liquor license was in place. Wow. So only only last year they opened, and this is they're coming up on their first year of being open, and they were barely breaking even because they were out for a year, you know. And yeah. now with this, who knows, this could man, knock them out. They may, they, yeah, that that may knock them out like for good, for good. You know what I mean? And it, it just. Well, yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's going to be two at least two months because if you look at China, like now they're finally starting to have a decline in cases. And so I think it's going to be, if we look at the model there, that's how long it takes to just, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, I would say, at least, I mean, the mayor's been saying that he, he, he thinks that this is, this may go, maybe, talking like, 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 highest common denominator. He's saying that this may go till September, maybe. Jesus. You know, Yikes. that we, we may be like this till September, you know, Jesus. which, uh. Really ruins my plans for my 40th birthday, but. <laughs> but <that's laughs> oh, <whole> man. <laughs> well, really, I was, oh, was going to have a giant party in Budapest, and I was going to have a giant party here. And yeah, and I don't think. I may be spending my birthday at a Dunkin' Donuts, but, you know. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> or Chick fil A, but. We'll, Dude, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll Skype you from the Dunkin' Donuts and wish you a happy 40th. Yeah, oh, oh <laughs> please do, man. <laughs> All right. You know, Thanks, man. I just right wanted to on. get your. I love. I love the playlist. Right on, man. Thanks. Just remember, man. In these times, 
Yeah. When you stay indoors, all you can really do is play a bunch of guitar and have tons of sex. I mean, what else? Exactly. <laughs> That's great advice from Izzy Rock. That's good advice. I'll take that. I drink a lot of good wine. Yes, I'll take you know that. What I mean? <laughs> yep. Words to live by. Thanks, Izzy. Take it easy. Bye. You got it, brother. Hello. Hello. Pasquale, it's Pierre. How's it going? Good, how are hey, you? How are you? Good. I'm great. Very good. I'm at a laundromat doing laundry. Oh, you're in um like downtown Carmel? I like that you call I'm it in Carmel. Um, downtown Carmel. Yeah. Wow. Doing laundry. Doing laundry, yeah. Like for one of your rentals? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you've still got yeah. the rentals? Yeah. Yeah, still got the rentals, yeah. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Are they full? Uh, yeah, they are. They're full. Yeah, at the moment they are. Yeah, but I um, people leave. People leave on Thursday. People leave on Thursday. It's kind of weird. I'm, I've been getting lots of mass cancellations, mm-hmm. but then I've also been getting lots of mass inquiries. Right, because I feel like people would probably love to just hunker down somewhere for the duration if they could, if they can afford it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people do, and then what's happening is, is that when they announced that they, the the schools were going to be closed, lots of people. Um, I got lots of inquiries, but from mothers who hadn't ran it by their husbands, and you know, <laughs> so there's been a lot of activity, but not not a lot of traction because uh, kind of everyone's been a lot panic of panic, mode, you know. Yeah, a lot of panic. Yeah, a lot of panic. A lot of panic. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know. And um. You live in Hudson now, though. Yeah, yeah. Full time. Yeah, I mean, um, I work full time. Yeah, that's great. We kind of shuffle around the houses. Oh, you mean you go from your rentals yeah. to Hudson? Yeah, and we rent we rent our Hudson property too. Oh, you so do. Basically, we go where, oh. we go we, we go wherever we go wherever there's somewhere available, and if there's nowhere available, we stay in a, we go and stay in a motel somewhere. Oh, that's pretty good. You're nomads. Yeah. But for now, yeah, do you much. have we're a specific... We're living the gypsy life. But but that's a little odd right now, right? You kind of need one place to stay in, don't you? Or is it still the same thing? Uh, as long as you're not around other people and well, you clean thoroughly, I guess. Right? Yeah, you know, look, we, we stayed the last couple of nights. We stayed in, in Great Barrington in the, in the, in the Berkshires mm-hmm. in a motel that was really fantastic, like a, like a hipster motel mm-hmm. that was really cheap. Yeah, and we're the only ones there. Nice, so, you know. And I, I'm so. not. I, I don't really have the. I'm not really worried about it. I'm not really. I don't. I don't share the. I don't, I don't share the hysteria. You know. Yeah. Um. So, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get on my life. You know. But at the moment, at the moment, we're we're at the lake. We're at, we're at, we're at the lake till Thursday, and then. Then we'll go to Hudson and we'll be there for however long we'll be there, you know, until the next rental comes in. You know, because that, that's, that's, that, A, I've got to pay for them and B, I've got to have income, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, as far as the hysteria, um, I feel like I was in that boat until now I'm just realizing that it's just like, it's like if there was an AIDS epidemic, you're just not going to really go around having sex with people unprotected. So I'm just trying to avoid unnecessary contact with people. Yeah, no, I understand. I, yeah. I, I understand that. But yeah. I, I also, 
I mean, I, I'm not like living in, you know, hysteria or panic. This is just what we have to do. This is it. You know, this is what's, this is what's happening. Well, yeah, sure. You know, basically, it's just, it's just about you know keeping your distance. Look, I understand the whole the messaging that people are saying. Look, keep your distance mm-hmm. for for two weeks to try to you know flatten the curve. Yes, that's right. And I understand that, so I'm I'm kind of doing my part for that and just minimizing my exposure to people. And I guess we're quarant- we're self quarantining in the lake, but at the same time, I've still got to do stuff. And when I do that. I just make sure that I'm, you know, keep six feet away from people, you know? Yeah. Just, um... Do you have any, uh, um... Any, you have relatives and friends going. in Australia? Like, how's it going over there? I think... I, I, I have friends, but I don't have any, um... I don't have any relatives. Mm-hmm. But I think... I think from... I was reading the Sydney paper this morning, and it, it, it just seems like it's the same as here, you know? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like... Pandemonium. I'm not pandemonium, but you know, there's kind of like been a run on the supermarkets and yeah, you know, they cancel. They've cancelled all the sport and they've cancelled all their uh, you know public gatherings and stuff. So I, I think, I mean, it really truly is a kind of a worldwide phenomenon right now. Oh sure, know? yeah, for sure. Um, in but, terms of governments and everyone do it, following the same lead, you know. Yeah, but it has a clear path, I think, because now it's going away in China. So you can sort of see it took three months, and then it's going away with the right. You know, well, you don't. Well, actions. you don't know that. You don't know that. That's. I mean, that's a. You could take some sort of hope in that if you want some kind of timeline. You know, I feel like. Sure. No, but you know you, what I'm saying is you can't trust the information that's coming out of China. Oh yeah, that's true. They could say whatever they want to the rest of the world. They can say whatever they want, you know, and you know it's a close, it's a close society. Yeah. And you know, and 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 the and the. Because my, my fear isn't the virus. My fear is the whole, you know, it bringing down the whole world economy and creating a situation where it's like the waking dead, where no one has any money, no one has anything for food. So then, you know, people are getting guns and, you know, people are getting robbed for their food and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think it's that, that far away, actually. Um, uh, uh, well, it's not that far away in the sense of, like, the whole concept of nations and governments are just a fabrication, which I believe. So we, they're only as good as we believe, you know, right? So if, if yeah. everyone stops believing in all that stuff, then yes, we could be there. But I, don't, I also don't really think that's going to happen right now with this, if you know what I mean. Like, I understand yeah, you're where sure. you're going with it. Like, we're always, it, it always just takes one thing to make everyone stop believing in the whole concept of, it's a civil society, <laughs> right? Well, it was funny this morning when I went, you know, because basically what I do is I wake up in the morning, I get up, I make myself a coffee, and then I get on, and I get online, and I read the New York Times, mm-hmm. right? And this morning, none of my, none of my uh, feeds were 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 coming up, right? Because mm. the internet it wasn't down. But it was just really, really slow. Mm. And last night I was watching the news, and on NBC, and the same thing happened. It just I, I was getting I was getting sound, but no picture. And then it was intermittent because I I, I have a I, I, have, I have a streaming service. Mm-hmm. So this morning I thought, wow, if I can understand that because if everyone's at home sure. and all the kids are game, all the kids are gaming, everyone's streaming. Mm-hmm. You know, if the if the if that gets overloaded, oh, yeah. and that goes down if that goes down 
then then we're fucked. Oh, we're really fucked because everything's <laughs> relying really on fucked. the internet right because now. Everything. everything, yeah. Everything is relying. Everyone's got to get, getting their information, and if they don't have that, that's when people are really going to panic. Oh yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. But so, um, speaking of businesses, you sold your cafe in Brooklyn a while back. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's kind of good yeah, timing, right? Because this could be really tough on businesses like that. Oh, right it, 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 more than tough, but it'd be you're out of business. It's a it's a you nail know, in the really coffin, out. right? Yeah, final nail in yeah, the totally, coffin. You know? Yeah, damn. Yikes. Yeah, so you know, yeah, I I I I I, I went to Martha's Vineyard for New Year's Eve and walked along the beach, and then I I thought, well, we started talking about 2020. What do we want to do in 2020? Mm-hmm. New Year resolution, that all kind of thing, and then it occurred to me. I thought, hang on, it's not only a new year; it's a new decade. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a new decade. We're now like, it's now. Let's look at what we want to do for for the new decade. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I want to change. I'm done. I yeah. want out. You know, okay. I want out. I want to. I want. I want out of Brooklyn. I want out of the city. I want to move upstate. I want to do it now. I want to take this as the opportunity. And so we just did it. It was a, like, it was a completely impulsive decision um, wow. that was made on New Year's Eve. We'd, I'd, I'd put a sign up in the cafe saying, close for the holiday, see you in the new year. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back, I just didn't reopen. And then, <laughs> I, I, and then I just moved, we moved to Hudson. So who bought it? What's you know, there now? Out, what's that, what's that, the, uh... Nothing. Nothing. The landlord, the landlord bought it off me. Oh, okay. So he'll do you know, whatever. I had, I had two people that wanted it. I had two people that wanted to buy it. And then I had my landlord. He wa- he wanted to have it for himself. So, you know, he yeah. was very. The landlords were very very good to me. Good yeah. to me insofar as they they gave me the space when I had no money mm-hmm. and, I, and I um and had no experience and I had no cash reserves and mm-hmm. you know back in, and they and they gave it and they let me have it without you know without gouging me i didn't have to put down a big security deposit i didn't have to make any cheap rent and over the years they've they've been very kind of flexible with me so i'm very grateful to them and so when they said they wanted it back it was kind of like i thought well okay you guys want it i was i was out by january 20th you know it was that quick do you You did you ever buy that place did you ever buy that place in the woods for the commune like the not the commune but the you know the totally yeah yeah you did yeah yeah, you have that place? Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh no yeah. way! Fantastic. Yeah. So you still have that? Yeah, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to move to Hudson because I really wanted to. I really want to. I want to put cabins on the on the land. You know. Oh, um, fantastic. So it's just cabins. so there's nothing really I, on it now. It's still kind of. Just... No, I've got a tent. I've got a tent. Yeah. I've got a I've got a tent in the campsite. Cool. And uh, so you can definitely there go for... there if the Armageddon really hits. <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. that's a you nice know, spot. I was talking about. I was talking about it yesterday. I'll build a. I'll build a treehouse. Mm-hmm. You know, buy a gun, build a treehouse. Yeah, you're all set. <laughs> <laughs> so, are there any songs that are getting you through, man? Do you have any uh, any pan- pandemic music that you could recommend? Pandemic tunes. Yeah, uh, REM, End of the World as We Know It. That's a good one. It starts with an earthquake, birds and snakes, an airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I've I've been listening a lot to the 40th anniversary edition of uh, release of Trouble Man by album by Marvin Gaye. 
Um, I've been I've been staying in my house, so I've got all that vinyl. So I've been listening to a lot of kind of nice. Um, after Gilberto and Stanley Tarantino and um, yeah. Herbie Mann and Wes Montgomery and oh, I love that. I've, I've even been dug, I've even been digging out my old Sting albums. <laughs> well, listen, so what, Sting's I, I, controversial, I, 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 but I have a soft spot for Sting. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna admit, I'm gonna yeah. admit it on. You know, I do too. I like Sting. Yeah, I was a big. I mean, Sting I love fan. the Police, but I I actually do like the first the first Sting album. I think is really great, and then. There's the a few one. other. No, the one, the dream. The, what is it? The dream of the blue turtles. Dream of the blue turtles. Yeah. I love that. The only problem, you know, why Sting gets a lot of shit, Vasquez, is because there's so much saxophone. You really gotta love saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you gotta love the uh, what is it? The not the tenor, but the the really high one, the Kenny G saxophone, whatever it is. Soprano, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like soprano. No, it's a, a soprano sax. It's called a soprano sax. It sounds really? like a clarinet, but it's actually a soprano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he had Bra he had Branford Marsalis in his band. That's then. right, you know, Branford. That's yeah. the amazing thing. What he did, what they were all like, they're all like in their twenties. Yeah, yeah. But you know, in ser all seriousness, you know, I I was I've been I was very blasé about this whole Corona thing, mm -hmm. and it, I didn't start panicking until they shut down all the ski resorts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's like the shit and is I'm real. serious, because what I did was, as soon, as soon as this stuff happened, I booked a trip to Vermont for a week. I know. And then I, we were on our way to Vermont to go skiing for a week. We were on our way to Stowe. I bought an Epic Pass. Yeah, so I, was, uh, I went out to Colorado. I came back, and I thought, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend the rest of, the, I'm gonna spend the rest of the, this year just skiing. I was going to go out to Colorado. Because yeah. I thought it would be great. There would be, no, be no lift line. Right. And then and then I was on my, then I was going to go to the Canadian Rockies because they were still open, mm -hmm. and then they shut those down too. So I can't go see any. I could, could could go to Japan, but I'm not going to go to Japan. <laughs> so you have an epic pass because I have one too, and it is a bummer. But the other thing that was like really kind of sad is the last day we were there. I think two weeks ago, it was like 60 degrees out, and you could just see the snow melting. And you were like, God, how yeah. much even longer is there going to be snow on this planet? But uh, not to get too dark, but <laughs> it's a little freaky, man. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay. Kelsey, how are hey, you? Here. So you're Kelsey, and you work at a prison. I work at a public, uh, yeah, I, uh, I advocate for people in prison you or in jail. So that's amazing. And so right now, how's it going with that? Like, how, what's happening right now with this pandemic, with the lockdown and everything? Um, well, in short, it, it's, um, it's horrible, and it's, re it's a really scary time right now. Um, I mean, I can just speak to the New York City jails. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've been requesting information from our from our city, from our Department of Correction, from the Board of Correction, uh, which is our oversight body that oversees our jails. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and as well as the Correctional Health uh, Services, and they provide the medical care in our jails, or in New York City jails. And, you know, um, 
it's been it's been silence. We haven't received a whole lot of information about what's going on. And just this morning, the Board of Correction uh, released a statement calling on the city to release people from jails because uh, we know that our jails are inadequate to care for people. And we've are, we've known that for for years and years. And with a pandemic like this, um, you know, we're saying that judges and courts are sentencing people to death. Like this is what we're doing because our jails cannot cannot care for people. Um, so in these circumstances. Let's... and. Let me get this straight. So the the issue is that either someone is already infected and they get, they get sentenced to and they have to go to jail or within the jail itself the the, the conditions are such that there's the virus is spreading and people are getting it. What's happening? So right now so people in the jails right now we're not hearing that people are being screened or sufficiently screened mm. um, to see if, you know, like, are, is anyone taking their temperature? And are we taking their temperature on a regular basis? Like, it should be daily. Um, it should be daily um, from their housing unit. And, and what we know is that uh, that's not that's not happening. Um, and, you know, I mean, people right now do not know uh, what's going on on the outside. They you know, I spoke to people in the jails already, and they're saying, yeah, I, I heard of the virus, but I didn't know how serious it was. Hmm. Um, how do I protect myself? What do I do about it? Wow. Um, you know, how do I protect others? And there's just so little to no information being provided by the Department and Correctional Health. Is there any kind the of um, is there any kind of ban on visits, visits or anything like that? So all we know right now is what the mayor the mayor made an announcement Sunday night saying that all in-person visits are to be suspended, and there's no end date to that, and there's a, there's very little clarity about what all that may entail. So, you know, um, does that mean that people that all visits period are going to be suspended? Does that include non-contact booth visits? Hmm. So, family you want to visit, you know, they have um, there's literally a booth with a, a plexiglass between you right. and the person you're visiting and there's a, a phone so that you can both hear each other um does mm. that mean that those visits are going to be suspended as well and what does that mean for legal visits um you know, does that mean that legal visits shouldn't be going as well um so there's well, been there hasn't been a whole lot of clarity about what all that entails right and what about um the prisoners like themselves are they you know if they're exhibiting uh, are any of them exhibiting symptoms? Have there been in any cases of, you know, of coronavirus like in the prison or that hasn't happened yet? Or you wouldn't know? So we haven't. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of, you know, not knowing that because uh, they're not being transparent about everything. Um, it could be that we're not testing people. Yeah. Uh, we do know that a correction officer, part of the department, uh, the division of investigation within the Department of Correction, did test positive hmm. and has probably passed away. Whoa! Um, seriously? They passed away yesterday. Wow! And and so I believe they were di- they were tested on Friday, oh. um, and they they called in sick that following or uh, earlier Tuesday, earlier that in the week. Um, Wow. All we know is that, you know, we don't know obviously like, where they where they contracted it. Um, they did have underlying health conditions, just according to like the reports that have been put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the truth is that this virus, 
it's inevitable to reach our jails. It will happen if it hasn't already. Mm-hmm. And there's been so little information about what the city is doing to protect people in our jails. Right. And it's not just people who are incarcerated. It's also the staff. And you have DOC staff. You have um, health staff. You have legal staff. And you have volunteers and teachers who are constantly going in and out of that jail. And you're going to bring something in with you or you're going to bring something out with you and you're going to bring it to the community. So what we're saying is that this is a a huge public health issue and the um, the most humane thing we can do right now is to release people. Release people? Yeah, release people. Is Is that an option? So there have been a lot of calls that we start out, you know, at least with people who are most vulnerable. Uh, the Board of Correction released a statement today, and that's to say that we need to start releasing people, and that includes, and that we should start with those who are most vulnerable. Hmm. Um, we are, that also means that, you know, we, you know, NYPD and their arrest tactics. What are we arresting for? Yeah. And and that um, our, our DAs and prosecutors are not actually seeking um, jail. You know that we providing people with alter- alternatives. Uh, that we're not we're not automatically putting people in jail. Well, so um, there are other ways we can do that. This is fascinating because, like, the last three or four days has been it's we've been kind of on lockdown in New York, and it doesn't seem like so. Is there a lot of crime? Like, is there an ongoing crime going on right now? And is, are people being arrested? You know, every day. That's kind of a naive question, but it seems like things are so quiet right now. But I guess crime things continue to happen. Constantly. No, I mean, I think it's a great question. Like, yeah, things are quiet, but NYPD has not stopped. Um, you know, they're resting. They're, they're still people, um, they're, they're still stationed in our subways waiting for anyone who can't pay $2.75. Right. Uh, you know, they're, they're out, um, you know, still harassing people on a daily basis. Mm. And, you know, I think we really need to rethink um, our tactics here, what the city is doing, what we're prioritizing. Because if we're saying this is a health crisis, you know, why is NYPD out there? Uh, they're arresting people. They're putting people in uh, their precincts or in cages close together. Mm-hmm. And we already know from all the reports about, um, you know, you're, you may not develop symptoms for two to 14 days, right? Right. And even then, you may not develop them at all, but still have the virus and still be able to pass it on to someone else. Wow. And where our city is actively, I think, um, adding to our health crisis that we're, we're witnessing. And what are you doing um, personally to stay healthy and not, you know, try not to be too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not to be in contact I'm at risk for this. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's difficult. I'm, I'm working from home and our office is working from home, but we're, we're, uh, you know, we're going to court when we need to. And you know, we're, we're still trying to be there for people because they are being arrested and they are being arraigned and they still they're still being sent to jail, hmm. um, you know. So we're we're really kind of helping each other out here and doing the best we can. Um, personally, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm working from home, you know. But we have video um, video set up for people so we can speak to people in the jails hmm. so that we know what's going on that we can still advocate. So we're still doing a lot, but from afar and. It's just a, it's a really unfortunate and just a scary time I think for a lot of people. Yeah. But we're, you know, but we're not going anywhere. We just sure. are doing it. Um, just not in the office, unfortunately. That's great. Good for you. But there's there's no kind of policy of like 
people isolating themselves within the, the jail or whatever. I mean, I guess there's maybe there's not enough space for that, or like they're just not doing it, or what? What's happening with that? No, so um, no, there's, there's so we do know right now. I mean, before all this, the Department of Correction and Correctional Health they have designated areas within um, Bellevue Hospital and Elmhurst Hospital, hmm. and so there are designated floors for um, people who are in custody. Um, we know, I mean, there are very limited beds, and from what we we understand anyway, we haven't seen it in policy, but what we understand is that correctional health are to be utilizing um, th- that space, right, for anyone who um, needs to be hospitalized mm-hmm. due, to the, due to the virus. But that's a bit but late. Again, so my question is more like yeah. once you get arrested and you're, you're put in the, uh, sorry, the jail is when you first, you know, like it's in the precinct, right? And the prison is the prison. Is that correct? Like, like, like if you just put in a holding cell in a police station, that's, is that what you're, you know, like that's, yeah. you're in with a bunch of other people. There's no separation there. Yeah. So when you get arrested, you'll be, they'll be, you'll be taken to the NYPD precinct. From there, you're going to go to whatever borough that you're arrested in. You're going to go to central booking mm-hmm. of that borough's um, court. In there, it is, yeah, it is just a big cage, it's a yeah. very large cage. Everyone is together. Um, you're going to be arraigned in front of a judge, and and then if you are not released, if if the call is to send you to court, if that's the decision being made by the court mm-hmm. to send you to, to jail, uh, you will get on a bus and you will go into the intake of the jail. Mm-hmm. Um, where again, if if you're not exhibiting any symptoms, if you haven't been in contact with someone that you know has tested positive. You're just going to be basically crowded into a cage with a lot of other people. I see. Um, wow. And so, but if you are exhibiting symptoms once you're in the jail and it's being identified quickly, you know, I mean, the city, so there is a jail right here in, in New York City that is designated for contagious diseases, mm-hmm. uh, but there's only, there's, they're limited in beds. And, you know, the, the big question here is what happens when those beds are filled? Right. And are we going to be just using our jails as makeshift hospitals? And is that resort to solitary confinement? And what, is, what does treatment look like? Um, there's so many questions that mm-hmm. have yet to be answered. Yeah. Well, Kelsey, I'm always like so amazed and proud of the stuff that you're doing. It's so awesome. It's like, Oh, I appreciate it. It's really great. Pure madness right now. I know. I'm sure. Yeah, it, I bet it is. This is really interesting. Your perspective. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for Hi, Zoe. Hi. Um, so, Zoe, you live in the Bay Area, and you work in food. I work in food in San Francisco, that's right. In San Francisco. Um, first of all, I love the song that you chose. I know, it's not so good. It's so I good. can't believe it's from 2005. My struggles. My struggles. By Missy Elliott. By Missy Elliott. We're all going through some struggles right now. You work with food service for 
five schools. Private schools. Yeah. Private so schools. we are just trying to like offer service to our partner schools, but saying like obviously everyone's sheltering in place. So we're in discontinued service. So I'm like I'm contacting the health department to find out about what will work to provide school lunch to kids remotely if need be, or how we will do our next service providing once we get out of the shelter in place. Do you have kids that are reliant on school lunches for for food? You know, we work in a pretty, um, you know, our communities are definitely moneyed for the most part, but we there are plenty of low-income families within those communities. So Mm -hmm. we had one school that sort of preemptively acknowledged that, and before they did a full closure of their site, we were able to get 10 boxes out to families that one of their diversity inclusion directors delivered. That's good. And then we will figure out a way to continue some type of service, probably in a box pickup form. Okay. That will happen once the shelter in place. You can't really do anything right now. Yeah. So we're just discontinued getting ready to load in what our next service, a whole new program of some type of pickup will be because Gavin Newsom just announced that schools will probably not go back into session this year. Wow. It's over for the for the year. So you can't go and we can't be so like what is your work date? And Tail, are you working from home or do you have to go well, I have an to office. locations? Yeah. I have an office. So I'm in the Presidio in my office, which mm-hmm. is beautiful and lovely and nobody's here. It's wonderful. Okay. And then I'll probably come here a couple of days because it's so nice and nobody's here. Um, <laughs> How do you get and there? My drive, my my Subaru oh, good. across town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when this ends, when I mean it's just going so quickly, you know, like something changes every day. I know, it's crazy. And it gets more like, People take it more seriously every day, I think. Everyone, yeah. all these skeptics are like, it's fine. Everyone's overreacting. And then you you read about it like a day later and they're like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's pretty it's, serious. Yeah, it's something new each day. So you're just kind of trying to stay abreast of the news, not react. I try really hard not to speculate because I have a number of employees and I would hate to speculate about the continuity of people's jobs. Yeah. So I just keep it in the know. Um, and also my own job. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mine too. But And then also, I think people are trying to speculate about what this package of relief is going to look like. I mean, is, there, is money, are people going to get money? Are people going to get relief for their mortgages? Like, what is this going to be? Right, you know? but for us in San Francisco, where it's a high-earning town, like, if it's $2,500, that's sweet. That's a great gesture, but <laughs> that doesn't, like, our, that's like a good weekend here. No, you know? I know. It's like, the same with New York. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, that's what's so weird about this whole thing. It, it goes, it ripples along the whole chain. It's like everyone's getting, you know, everyone has pressure on them financially. And then, so now, so this private school, they're going to continue to, you know, have income. That's yeah. coming from you. Landlords are going to mostly continue to have income. No, I don't I haven't heard any landlords, you know, forgiving mortgages or, or well, rent. Well, in San Francisco, there's a moratorium on evictions and you can write your you can write your landlord a note telling them. Okay. That's cool. That's great. Good to hear. I don't know if that's happening in New York. It's only a month long. <laughs> I just looked into it because Simon and I chose to pay rent. And I was like, can you not next month when we actually might have more information about our work? Interesting. And they, it's, I think that because it's such an, a pretty huge thing to do, they ha- they could extend it, but they can't just have like a two month one because then it'll, it'll be like an upward financial decline of then like the landlord class, right? So they're like, here's a month where that might happen. Well, that's like, a really, um, that's a really interesting thought because this so much of all of everyone's um, 
financial reality really like relies on their landlords right now because especially in my world like a lot of people are you know like own clubs or have um you know businesses where they're really it all comes down to that they can't make their rent and so you know the people who own property right now are in a really specific situation they hopefully are going to get bailed out somehow but also they have so many people's well-being in their hands yes (laughs) so um, a moratorium on evictions is really interesting. It means people can maybe get a break for a month on, on paying I think their that, rent. I feel like did not did New York do the same with residential? I don't know. That's a great question. I think they may have. I think Manhattan did it too. I think it was like a couple major cities because you have. I mean, these are places with huge home and like you know housing insecurity. Anyway, California is the worst, obviously, but mm-hmm. they just had to put a halt. Like you cannot be evicted this month. Like just stop. It's not happening. And also nobody could move you because nobody's working. <laughs> so nobody could take your stuff to the curb because there's nobody. Right. But on um, the other hand, is that is there going to be some kind of relief for those people who own correct. and aren't getting yeah. So it's income. all just getting sorted out, right? Yeah. So it's just like that weird. There's so much happening so quickly right now that like that's part of my business. I'm like, I can't make you promises of resumed or continued services because, in fact, we don't even know what's safe yet. The good thing is that um, the Trump administration is on top of it, and every step of the way, they're really just taking care I'm of business. I have followed one of his mandates to eat more fast food through drive-thrus. I did go to McDonald's and get fries and a Diet Coke the other day. Oh, nice! So I thought of him as I did that. Oh, nice! That was so patri- was like, That was patriotic oh, of you. Thanks. I was like, I'm following Donald's orders now. That's how weird it's gotten. I'm listening to him. That's pretty creepy. It must have been. Very satisfying, though, to have that McDonald's. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't even good. Was it disgusting? And then Julia and my son is taken to this tour. He's like, are we going to eat more fridge food today? And What's like, fridge yeah. food? It's food that's made at home only. <laughs> 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 because we live in San Francisco and we work in food, so we eat out at least two to three meals a week. I see. And so he's like, what is all this fridge food about? I was like, it's our new reality. Eating fridge <laughs> food. Fridge food. It's also... Yeah, it's my new favorite term too, fridge food. It's very but good. yeah. Eat some fridge food, drink some fridge wine. Let's drink some fridge wine and some fridge food. All right. Cool. Okay, sounds good. Thanks so. See ya. Take care. Bye. 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 Okay, thank you so much for listening to this special Pandemic Playlist episode of Pierre Pressure Podcast. I really hope everyone is safe, everyone is healthy. Take this seriously, don't mess around, we'll get through this. We're going to keep checking in on everyone as this goes and have another episode. Hopefully this will be a shorter than longer experience and we'll get through this and get back to normal life. This is Pierre signing off, wishing you nothing but health and happiness. Lahaim. Lahaim. Lahaim.